Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on Powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Hey, this is the national treasure, Nick Aldis, and you're listening to the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. It's the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. With the Enforcer. I believe they're called Enforcers, Gordon. I sell women's shoes. And the Stallion. Stallion, baby! I am not what you would call a handsome man. I'll kick you in the nuts and you'll smile at me and like it. All night! And welcome back to another edition of the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. We are your host, he's the Stallion, I am the Enforcer, and this week we are joined by the incomparable, the outlandish, Zicky Dice. Welcome to the show, man. We appreciate you being here. All night long and getting outlandish. Outlandish Zicky Dice is here. Thank you for having me. How you guys doing? Oh, man, listen, we're doing fantastic. Uh, you know, you have been... When you came on the scene on NWA Power a couple of months back, I was like, we have to have you on the show. Everything about <laughs> Zicky Dice screams money. It's Miami Vice meets Lionel Richie and Ford Fairline with a fanny pack, man. It is everything we live for here at the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. That's what I'm talking about. You know, I've been to pro wrestling best hidden secret for the last four and a half years so uh it's nice to finally have a platform where i can uh show the world what i've got and uh nwa power has been able to do that and uh if you haven't watched yet oh my god you're missing out you can watch on demand youtube.com slash nwa 605 eastern every week and you can watch yours truly and uh be entertained again how about that yeah, I mean, you know, we talk about it consistently here about how NWA Power is the only professional wrestling show on that I wish is actually longer than it is because the hour flies by. I could watch NWA Power for like three hours and, and not, you know, not blink an eye. It is the most entertaining show, bar none. I watch, you know, we watch everything here. We watch MLW, AEW, you know, NWA. We watch NXT, all that stuff. But there is no show that I look forward to more than NWA power. And that's kudos to everybody that works over there. I mean, I, I want to get to NWA. I want to get to the TV title tournament. I want to get to everything, but you, my friend have probably the most interesting becoming a wrestler story ever. So that's you are, true. that is true. 
yeah. Girl, we'll start real quick. Growing up, you grew up a professional wrestling fan. Yes, uh, I got into uh, it at a very young age. I uh, was in the household since I was born. My older brother and uh, and dad were into it. And uh, my earliest memories are like Coco Beware, Mr. Perfect, Ravishing Rick Rude, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, uh, that whole era. Um, and that's what I was drawn to most. And even when I watch wrestling today, that's what I go back and watch. Um, so that got me into, uh, I hate this term, amateur wrestling, if you will, uh, freestyle Greco and wrestled in high school. And then, um, after my pops passed away, uh, my sophomore year, he was, uh, died in a car accident. I kind of got over wrestling. I was like, you know what? I'm done. Um, kind of got numb to life and then found, um, punk rock and hardcore and started a band and, uh, I think in a band called heart to heart. Uh, and from there found pro wrestling and, uh, went and trained at, uh, the black and brave wrestling Academy in Davenport, Iowa under Mr. Seth Rollins and Merrick grave and a trainer called crotch there. Um, graduated the third class. Um, and uh, let's see, we're about five years to the day where I made the decision to become a pro wrestler. And, uh, this August will be five years since my first match, so here I am. I've been, uh, ever since graduating, I stayed in the Chicago area for a little bit. Um, wrestled pretty much anywhere and everywhere I possibly could around the country. I wrestled in South Korea last, um, <clears throat> excuse me, April. And really, I've been trying to make a name for myself um, ever since. Uh, and then finally, landed at NWA. There is so much to unpack in all that. I want to go back. I read somewhere. <laughs> I, I gave you like the synopsis. I, I, I try to put it like cram as much as possible, like uh, limited. But yeah, we could, I mean, wherever you want to dive in, you let me know. <laughs> I, I read, is it true you trained in combat Sambo as well? Um, I, I am, uh, let's see, uh, second place in nationals in Sambo. I never trained in Sambo. There was a AAU um, national. They had like freestyle Greco-Roman and Sambo. And there was like a prize pa- or like a, a discount package if you signed up for all three. So I was like, yeah, I've never done Sambo. Let's do it. I ended up placing second. Um, that was the only time I ever <laughs> did Sambo. Dude, that is awesome. For anybody listening, if you ever watched uh, MMA, Fedor Emelianenko, one of the greatest fighters of all time, was a Sambo practitioner. Sambo is pretty much oh, the... Sambo is so sick. Like, you, it's basically like wrestling with the gi. You know, there's no pin. Uh, you, like, get points for holding the gi and, and stuff like that. And uh, from what I, I... Dude, that day was pretty crazy. I had to learn, like, literally 10 minutes before going out there and having a national wrestling match. And then we're just waiting to buy, like, I don't know, <laughs> like holding dude, dudes down. No pressure, right? I mean, that's, it's such a, yeah, a difficult yeah. sport. And if you've never trained in, you know, wrestling or Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu or anything like that, going from not training in a gi to training a gi is, it's literally like uh-huh. two different sports. It's not even the same thing. It is uh-huh. unbelievable. So if you were to pick that up, man, that's, um, that, that's insane. That's a crazy story. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and that was a lot of fun. Yeah, and uh, you know, I I also hate the term "quote unquote" amateur wrestling, the Greco-Roman, the freestyle yeah. wrestling. It's it's it, it's wrestling, really. All wrestling is Absolutely. wrestling, Absolutely. and I think that gave you, you know, a, such a great base to become a professional wrestler on. But you also mentioned you grew up in the punk rock in the hardcore scene. I'm from Long Island, you know, about 20 minutes from New York City. I grew up in this, you know, the same yeah. scene as well. Um, you know, bands like the Gorilla Biscuits, Agnostic Front, all that stuff. That's what I grew up yeah. with, yeah. and what I think. Um, it's so important in the hardcore scene. It's a DIY mentality. Like if you don't do it, 
nobody's going to do it for you. And absolutely, I mean, that, I still have that mentality to this day and age. You know, it never once you get it, it never leaves you. <laughs> I feel. Yeah, exactly. And for you as a professional wrestler, I mean, you're an independent contractor either way, right? You, it's all about marketing yourself and getting yourself out there, whether. It's in your band, Heart to Heart. It's in professional wrestling. It's about, you know, nobody's going to do it for you. And if you don't do it, it's not going to get done. So as much as you could do to market yourself. And I think that's, you know, why you become so successful right now. Absolutely. As we speak, I uh, got up at 6 a.m., rented a car, drove six hours. I'm on my way to debut at a bar wrestling tonight in Los Angeles, um, which is pretty cool and huge for me because I've had these little goals since I started. And uh, bar wrestling was was one of them, and tonight I get to cross that off my list. So I'm very excited at the same time, and got a got a long night ahead. Nikki Dice versus Eric Watts, um, and I couldn't be more excited. I mean, a Zicky Dice Joey Ryan match that is that's got to be that's, in cards, right? It's happened once. It's happened once before. It just that video just got released. Um, if you have on the Independent Wrestling Network. Um, <laughs> prestige. That match is uh, one of a kind to say the least. Outlandish, I think, would be the word. That's fantastic. And Bar <laughs> Wrestling, they always put on you know such a good show, and they're available, I think, on Power Slam TV and a lot of places. So be sure to uh, to check that out. Now, if my, I believe you, you know, heart to heart, your band has an EP coming out in I don't know a week from now, Valentine's Day. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh man. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we. Have a new record coming out, Heartbreaker on In Vogue Records, out Valentine's Day, 2020. How cliche! I know you gotta love it. Um, and I, we released a music video for a song called Insufferable about a month ago, and uh, just this past week we released a song called Someone Else off that record. So that's out floating around anywhere you stream music. Um, and so, so to be releasing a, a record, it's been since 2014, 15. We released any music or. Uh, and did anything since, so uh, yeah, I'm excited. We have some pop up shows, maybe a tour, maybe not. Who knows? And if you look on Spotify, I mean, you guys are close to the one, might be even over the one million listens on Spotify. That has to be an insane feeling. Yeah, we uh, we did the damn thing. We were on a uh, warp tour. We did a uh, bunch of big tours. With, uh, we went out with Story So Far, uh, Six Year Guns, Comeback Kid, Four Years Strong, uh, Counterparts. We, we did the damn thing, uh, and I'm excited to finally get some new music out. Uh, we also, as soon as this comes out, we're going back into the studio for a full-length record. So, busy, busy, but uh, got to make some music. Well, you know, being in the band Heart to Heart, that's how you met Seth Rollins, correct? Yes, yes. Uh, I met him. He came out when we were on tour with State Champs, met him there, and I had That's how we had crossed paths and got in contact. Um, it was still when he was back in developmental, and I think maybe the end of his Ring of Honor days um, that we had linked up. And that's uh, when when I broke in, I was like 26 when I decided I was going to start training. So I wanted to go and train, in my personal opinion, by the best. And uh, I think I made a great decision going to Black and Bird. Yeah, I mean... You got up and you kind of moved to the school, right? It wasn't like you were anywhere close to that at that point. Yep, finished. We, no, no, we finished up tour. I uh, went home. I uh, went to WrestleMania 31, watched him cash in and win the title. And two weeks later, I moved to Moline, Illinois, a city I've never been to, an apartment <laughs> I've never seen, and uh, and did the damn thing. Uh, I was supposed to stay out there for three months, and I'm staying there for three years. And 
learned a lot about myself along the way, um, which is part of the man you see now. What, how do you? I'm. How do you just decide? Be like, all right, you know what? Uh, I'm in for a penny. I'm in for a pound. I'm moving to a place I've never been. Is there a fallback plan at I'm that party, point, or baby. is it like? <laughs> Oh, man, I put all my eggs in. Entertaining is what I'm meant to do. I'm, I'm an emotional salesman. I sell emotion, whether it's through Heart to Heart or Vicky Dice. Um, I, I refuse to fail. I refuse to do anything else, um, with exceptions of working with um, special needs adults or having my own special aid class. But I refuse to do anything else. Um, this is what I'm meant to do. This is what makes me happy. Uh, and, and so I knew going there that I was going to, you know, Seth Rollins will tell you that, uh, he didn't think I was going to take this serious or he didn't think I was going to make something of myself. And I proved him wrong and a lot of other people wrong along the way. And uh, I've got a lot of cool shit going on. I'm happy to be in NWA. I'm happy to uh, be in my, that spot, but I'm nowhere near where I want to be yet. Um, so it's, we're going to get outlandish to say the least. And, you know, being in NWA, the way they tape their shows, I would assume that's pretty beneficial to you considering your touring schedule with Heart to Heart. So I feel like it's kind of the perfect marriage right now. Yeah, uh, it, it's great. I mean, Ziggy Dice comes first at the end of the day. Uh, uh, heart to Heart, if we keep touring, cool. If not, that's cool, too, as long as we're making some music. But uh, I, I put a lot of time and investment into Ziggy Dice, and, and that's what I really want to do right now. Um but, uh, you know, with that said, NWA also comes first. So, I, you know, schedule's always clear for that. Now, how did you go from oh, Black and sorry. Brave? Oh, so how did you go from, uh, how did you get in touch with the NWA at that point? Because, I mean, before NWA Power, they were, I don't want to say they were fledging, but they weren't, you know, it wasn't anywhere near as uh, well-known as it is right now. It was far removed from the glory days of the NWA in the, you know, mid to late 80s and things oh, like that. Oh, that's a crazy there, but. Um, so I had been working, um, I debuted for championship wrestling from Hollywood when I was still living in Chicago, um, with a few of the freelance wrestling guys. Um, when I moved back to California, uh, championship wrestling from Hollywood is about an hour and a half from where I was going to be staying at the time. Um, so I continued to work there. It's been about three years. I had seen Billy Corgan and Dave Lagana there about a year and a half ago. Uh, I wrestled Tim Storm from 10 pounds of gold on uh, championship wrestling from Hollywood. You probably don't recognize me. I'm a little chunkier, got a big red beard and some brown hair. But I did wrestle him there, um, and they used a clip from that match in an NWA promotional video. That was that was the extent of that. Um, lo and behold, fast forward uh, a year and a half, two later, I am supposed to be wrestling in Florida, um, and that show fell through, and Yuma, championship wrestling from Hollywood, had reached out prior about um the date so i texted him and i was like hey do you still have space on the show well yeah come on down i'll squeeze you in so i, I, I go there show up a little early um three about three years of working there i never got a backstage promo never anything live never anything in ring never complained about it i figured when my time came i would i burned it and and i would kill it um so they were looking uh, to film a promo, and uh, there wasn't anyone around. I happened to be standing there, like, "Hey, Ziggy, put your gear on. Let's get a promo. You're in this match." I'm like, "All right, cool." I went out there and I said six words. I was immediately pulled around the corner, and that's where I met David Lagana and Billy Corgan. And Billy's like, "Whoa, look at you! Your hair, your sunglasses, your earring." Uh, he's like, "What are you doing December 14th?" And I th sat there and thought to myself in my head, I was like. Hmm. I was like, December 14th. I was like, oh, me and the fiance just planned a snow trip. I was like, absolutely nothing. I'm completely <laughs> free. 
He's like, nothing well, now. How would you like to work? Yeah, nothing now. He's like, how would you like to work for me in the NWA? And I was like, I would love that. And uh, he's like, okay, David Logano will reach out on Monday. And, and that's how I got set up. It just happened to be right place, right time uh, type of deal. Um, yeah, I still can't wrap my head around everything that's been going on lately. Uh, but it's exciting. You know, it's uh, getting getting a lot of press, getting getting out there. And how, how being at NWA right now and helping build uh, this company, this new company back at you know, it's, it's very exciting. And, uh, and the show's doing great. The numbers are growing weekly. Uh, it's just, I don't know. It's a good time. And, uh, I, I couldn't be happier uh, being with the national wrestling Alliance. Yeah. Nick Aldis was on our show about three weeks ago, right before the, um, the hard times pay-per-view. And he kind of said, you know, beautiful. Yeah. It was, he's, he's fantastic. He's probably my favorite champion right now, but he also said the NWA He's like, you know, we have the seasons of the show, but each season is going to keep growing and it's going to keep growing. And now that, you know, I got, you guys just wrapped up taping season three. What What's the mood like, I guess? What's everybody thinking? All right, what, what can we do to improve on season three for season four? Because, I mean, listen, the crowds are getting bigger. The production is great. The I mean, I was a little disappointed that we got rid of Dokken into the fire. Dokken is my all-time top five, dead or alive, favorite 80s metal band. But I'm Broken by Pantera is just... It, it, it suits the opening so well too, so I can't really complain. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And and I made the opening. Did you see that? There's a little few snippets of Zicky Dice in the opening. I was like, oh shit! All right. Yeah, All right. you know, I did. I did like Into the Fire. I didn't know there was going to be a change. A lot of the changes I find out uh, with you guys at the same time. Um, going into the next season, I watch back with everybody else, and right now. Um, we're huge on trying to grow the show. I mean, the numbers are growing weekly, but trying to get those subscriptions in, you know, and trying to uh, really just get those numbers up. I, I feel like there's a lot of people that still don't know about NWA um, or, or the show that I, that I think would be into it. Um, so it's reaching out to those markets and trying to be creative. And I think uh, we, if we keep delivering like we have been, uh, I think we'll be in good hands. You know, uh, the goal is to, uh, I know there's been talks about, will the show travel? You know, that's all about where people are watching the show from. Uh, we would love to hit di- different markets, but it, we got to, we got to see, um, the areas coming in strong, uh, you know, and are trying, uh, pay-per-view that another venue, a bigger venue, you know, there's, there's different talks and really all we can do is have you, everybody listening, uh, subscribe and support and watch the show. I mean, that, that's what's really going to get us to the next level right now. Well, rumor has it if the NWA YouTube uh, subscribers eclipse an extra 100,000, Zicky Dice is going to do whatever the fans want? What? What? How did you get roped into that? Well, you know, at first uh, I was going to shave my eyebrows off on power, and they wanted (laughs) me to say something else. I really wish that I would have went for the eyebrows now, but yes, if we get 100,000 more subscribers than what we're at right now, I think it was like 184,000. So 284000 I will do whatever the fans want of their choosing. I'm sure it's going to be something outlandish. I saw Lake Trevor Murdoch's gear. That's disgusting. <laughs> oh, that's, uh, that's so bad. I saw Shave Your Head. I really hope I don't have to shave my head. Uh, there was like Shave a, a Fan's Head or Beard. I, I'm in for that. You know, it's, so we'll see. We'll see. But we got to get the subscribers. So if you're not subscribing, I guess I have nothing to worry about. 
That's true, but I mean, like you said, the show is growing every single week. The numbers are up. If you look at you know the views on YouTube, you can see they're growing every single week, and especially you know this season, um, you got brought in a lot more talent too. I mean, the talent pool is growing. I saw Lindsay Snow was there, M Dog, Matt Cross. I mean, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. match this week um, that M Dog had with Caleb Conley was probably one of you know one of the best matches on on TV this week. Period. So who, I mean, as somebody who's been in the business, who you do you never know who's going to show up? Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say, who, who would you like to see join the NWA? Who would fit into that mold? Oh, man. Uh, a few black and brave guys come to mind uh, who are up and coming, like uh, Steve Manders, Jossie, I think would be great, great fits at uh, NWA. Oh, man. There, there's a lot of talent. You know what? I, I was having this conversation with a friend of mine the other day, and uh, it, minus myself and Ricky Starks, um, and maybe a few others, uh, like maybe Royce Isaacs, but most of these guys that came in had made a name somewhere else. Um, so I think it's cool to be in a position where I, I'm going to have the I'm going to be I'm trying to be the first NWA bred megastar, right? Uh, I have no prior history; no one's known me everywhere from anywhere else. So I, I think it would be cool to see what other superstars they make out of the NWA. They come out of the NWA. Um, I think that's what's exciting about it. You never know who's going to be coming in from anywhere else. I mean, we got uh, ring of honor, um, uh, wrestlers coming in and taking over. So who knows? You, I never know what, what, what to expect. Yeah. And I think the partnership with ring of honor is awesome too. I mean, whatever, I feel like any professional wrestling company can do to put on a great show and get the fans talking. I mean, this week, Eddie Kingston brought in the bouncers and really nobody saw that coming. So it's, there's so, it's so exciting. It's such a great watch. Um, do, and I know the hard, I'm um, sorry, the Crockett cup pay-per-view. I believe we don't know where that's going to be yet. Correct. Not just yet. No, not just yet. Well, but I feel that we're, we're close to finding out. My vote goes to the Northeast. I mean, I'll uh, I'll tweet Billy Corgan if I have to, but uh, I know there are a ton yeah, of NWA yeah. fans, and it's not like it was in the '80s where you know the NWA was you, you know your uh, your Southern wrestling. Now, thanks to YouTube, I mean everybody across the world can catch the uh, the NWA. So we are looking forward to what happens this season. What can we expect from Zicky Dice going forward? Well. Here's the one thing about Zicky Dice. You never know what to expect. I, I can't speak on behalf of Zicky Dice right now. I, I don't, I know, Zicky writes checks that Nick can't cash. I don't know what is next. All I know is that if you should be tuning into the show because it's, we're bound to get outlandish. All right? And the world's going to find out why they call me outlandish. And it's going to be a power. Well, if you're not watching NWA Power, you should. 6.05 every Tuesday, YouTube. It's free. It's the best 60 minutes you will find. Uh, Zicky Dice, guys, do me a favor. At Zicky Dice, you have the most badass tank top ever. The new Outlandish Zicky Dice, the Muscle Beach tank top. Where can everybody check out the merch? Thank you. Uh, I got merch at ZickyDice.com. You can go to my Pro Wrestling Tees store at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Zicky Dice. And pick up all your merch in dice. No pun intended. And listen, if you're not subscribed already, make sure you subscribe to YouTube because, frankly, I want to see what the fans choose. 100000 thats not—that's um, nothing to shake a stick at. But 
If anybody could do it, it's Zicky Dice and the NWA. Thank you so much, man. We appreciate your time on the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. All right. Thanks for having me, baby. We'll have to do this again. Oh, we'd love to, man. Thank you so much.